Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. So tonight we are digging in to a fantastic topic that was revealed to me the other day in the conversation with another entrepreneur who also does some coaching and that was Dr. Sherry. I really encourage you guys to go check out uh, her podcast, Thriving Thoughts. So we were talking the other day, so shout out to you, Dr. Sherry on this topic. And we were talking about how the pursuit of success God's way as God-centered entrepreneurs is really so much about faith and trust and how it is vastly different for us as we build our businesses around Christ to turn over to him control over the actions and and the timing and the outcomes and that sometimes the outside world can look at that and think that we are apathetic in other words that every time we're not physically moving and doing work in our businesses because that's what's got that that's what God's told us to do or we know that he's asked us to wait on him or we've done the work and now we're waiting for the results that sometimes that can look like we don't want it badly enough. We're not willing to do the work. We don't want, we're not willing to do what it takes to, you know, make it to what the world says success is. But we know as God-centered entrepreneurs that our definition of success is very different than the world. And so she said, you know, there's a difference between apathy and surrender. And that just stuck with me from, from the time that we chatted last week. And I thought that is going to be a weekly dose and podcast episode. So here we are uh, talking about this tonight. So let's talk about this. So apathy, the definition of apathy from dictionary.com is the lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. And I think it's safe to say that as we appear to be sitting back and waiting for the Lord, Um, As we are taking some action or the action he's called us to take, or even as we are giving ourselves those Sabbath moments in our businesses, that that is not apathy. We do have interest. We do want to pursue success God's way. We do want to build businesses that honor him and serve his people and impact the world. And that as we hustle with heart, we're still hustling, but it's from a very different place. So that is not apathy. The opposite, surrender, the definition of that is to completely give up our will, subjecting our thoughts, our deeds, our ideas to God's will and full acceptance. It also says detaching from the chaos of life, no longer defined by the world and choosing to seek his truth. So what does that look like in our daily lives as success as as God-centered entrepreneurs? It looks like us getting up every day and saying, Lord, where do you want me to go today? Whom do you want me to serve? Whom do you want me to speak with? It's about giving ourselves those Sabbath moments, 
to rest in him, to be still, to cease striving, and to seek him out and listen for what he's calling us to do next. I thought it was so brilliant when Dr. Sherry said it's apathy versus surrender. And I think sometimes as a recovering driver and striver, as I like to call myself, as a type A that went rogue, if you will, I tend to beat myself up a little bit and think that I'm being lazy in those moments where I'm actually surrendering and my action looks different than it used to look. So let's dig into some scripture around this. First and foremost, um, in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it's so fascinating to me how Paul describes this because I think that we lose track sometimes that even as God-centered entrepreneurs focus on our faith and trust in business, that we are still human. And so what he says is no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not allow you to be tempted beyond your ability, but with temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So I want to unpack this a little bit. First of all, no temptation has overtaken us that is not common to man. So number one, it's acknowledging that there will be temptation, there will be trials. Number two, that these temptations are not uncommon. So every one of our fellow human beings deals with this. Let's let's unpack that temptation for a second. You know, the enemy lies. We know that the enemy is a liar. It tells us that throughout scripture. I mean, my gosh, he lied to Jesus. So of course he's gonna lie to us, right? But when we're in those moments of surrender, the enemy wants to twist our words and twist scripture to get us distracted and discontent and doubtful. So he may take a scripture like in Colossians 3, where it talks about that all of our work is done to the glory of God. And he may say, well, you're not moving very fast. You're not taking a lot of action. So therefore, are you really honoring God? And in those moments where we're in the five inches between our ears and our mind is churning, you've heard me talk about that in the past, we can become very susceptible to thinking we're lazy and we're apathetic when actually it's the enemy lying, okay? So let me unpack this a little further. So we're going to have temptation and trials. The enemy lying to us is not uncommon to man. Everyone deals with it. But God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. So let me unpack that for a second. It doesn't say that he won't let you be tempted because he will. But he won't let you be tempted beyond your ability. And with the temptation, he will provide a way of escape that we may be able to endure it. So again, it's saying we will be tempted. So you will be tempted to think these things. You know, as as I've recently experienced, as God has shifted me, I would actually say continued to shift me, to put my focus in one place and not another, to take my focus off the area in business that I know that I can drive and strive and make things happen. And that he strips that away so that I will seek him first and to leave room for his extraordinary and supernatural power that if I could do it on my own, who would get the glory? As he has done that, I have seen the enemy lie to me about 
what I'm doing in those moments and how I'm not doing the work and therefore I must not want it badly enough and what's wrong with me and I'm underestimating my potential. I'm not reaching my potential. Uh, I had a conversation on Friday with my pastor and I said, I'm really struggling with letting go of this peace that God has asked me to let go of. And what I realized is that I was caught up in the lies of the enemy. So it is not that we are apathetic. It's that we are fully surrendered and that God will allow us to go through those, those lies of the enemy, but that he will still provide us with an escape in the word, right? In our prayer. And he does that so that we are able to endure those trials, those challenges. I also want to take you to Matthew 6, 33. So this is one of my very, very favorite um, uh, scriptures. But I think that a lot of times it really gets taken out of context into this thought that if we just ask for it, we will get it. Now, all throughout Matthew 6, we're taught not to be anxious, etc. Um, that the Lord knows exactly what we need and when we need it. So in 633, it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, we're going to unpack that in a second, will be added on to you. So these things are the things that God knows we need which aren't always perfectly aligned to what we think we need. But again, that goes back to surrender in our businesses. So as we're work, walking this walk and working these businesses to honor him and serve his people, as we're, as we're learning and growing in our hustle with heart journey, there are things that the world points to to define success. And I would submit to you that if you have listened to any of my podcasts or anything that I've talked about, you know that God's definition is vastly different than the world. So if we are seeking him first with a clean and pure heart, truly seeking him, not for what we can get out of it, but because we love him and want to know him more, we want to have that relationship with him, that he will add these things, the things that he knows that we need to our lives. But I would further submit that if we are fully surrendered and we are walking in the pursuit of success God's way, if we are abiding in the vine, as it says in John 15, 4, which you know is the foundational verse for hustle with heart, that his supernatural nourishment and power and equipping and qualifying can flow through us without any blockages. So again, that's about surrender, not apathy. Apathy would say, I don't even want to be connected to the vine. What's the point? But surrender is I'm connected to the vine and I want to have the vine nourish me, not something from the outside world. And I want to define success the way that the Lord wants to define success in and through me. And that there will be temptation, but he's equipped me to handle that. There are so many places that I could take you in this, but I want to take you one more place. And that is in the midst of apathy, the other word that came to me was anxiety. So I sort of feel like we're, we're in, we could be in three different stages. We could be apathetic and not care, right? We could be anxious and constantly um, churning in, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? Am I doing enough? Is my business going to grow, et cetera? And I have spent a lot of time there and I have spent time there recently. 
or we can be surrendered. And trust me when I say, I don't believe that as God-centered entrepreneurs, we necessarily go back to apathy, but I do think because we will be tempted and that's not uncommon demand, that we sort of sometimes go between surrender and anxiety, surrender and anxiety. And I think we do that because as humans, our, we tend to go to the negative. And I think that we tend to think as things are rolling along nicely, when we're in this floaty downstream action, as my coach Don Schuler says, that we're just waiting for that other shoe to drop. And therefore, we get into this place where we're sort of straddling surrender and anxiousness, surrender and anxiousness. And I don't know about you, but I think that there are parts of our business or maybe even if we have multiple business, one particular business where we have the most temptation and the most lessons learned and the most trying of our, the most testing of our faith and our trust and our ability to surrender. And I know that's absolutely true for me. But here's where I want to take you. This will probably come of no surprise that I'm taking you to this place because it is a well-worn scripture in my Bible. And uh, I tend to go there a lot. I'm sorry, I'm just looking it up on my wrong place. I tend to go here a lot when I want to remember who God made me to be. And that is in 2 Timothy 1, 7. So as we're in this anxiousness, we can remember that God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. And therefore, God did not make us to be anxious. Our God is not a God of chaos. Our God really does not want us flipping between surrender and anxiety. Our God wants us fully surrendered and our God wants us to succeed. And he wants us to succeed and to prosper in the way that he is already predestined for us. But we want to define that, don't we? We want to define it. And we want to look at social media and look around and see what everyone else is doing. And even in the midst of our surrender, think, but if I just did that, God, that would get me there so much faster. And that would get me such bigger results. But God is saying, no, I want you fully surrendered to me. And when we are not being consumed in the anxiety, um, we can relish in the fact that we are free from all judgment and that God provides. We can go back to Matthew 6, and see what it says, that when we seek him, he will provide. Simple as that. The last place that I want to take you tonight, and then we're going to finish up, is James. And I do love the book of James so much. I'm going to take you to James 4. Verses seven and eight, and it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double minded. I just want to unpack that for a second. First of all, when I get into that place where I can feel that the enemy is just attacking me. You've heard me say this many times that I will just say out loud, get behind me, Satan. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, has already claimed victory for me. But sometimes late at night when I'm laying in bed and the anxiety is churning, I just lay there quietly and whisper the name Jesus over and over again because at his name, the devil will flee. 
But I also want to take you to the end of verse eight, where it says you double-minded. So as God-centered entrepreneurs, it's so important that we are reflecting his light, that we accept that we are human. We ask God to help us have the mind of Christ and to take every thought captive, but we can't be double-minded. We need to work toward not being double-minded, which is we can't be anxious and surrender at the same time, that faith and fear do not exist in the same plane. So tonight, as I leave you, I want you to think about apathy versus surrender and where you're surrendered and where maybe you're sort of bouncing between surrender and anxiety. And to remember that God did not create us for that chaos, that he did say we would be tempted, but he would give us an escape and he would not allow us to be tempted beyond our ability. And that if we seek him, he will provide all that we need. And you guys, as God-centered entrepreneurs, the biggest thing that we can do, the biggest honor that we can give the Lord is to live this out day in and day out and to show others what it looks like to walk in the joy and the peace and the calm of having God at the center of your business and being fully surrendered to him. That means that when we're not reaching a goal, we're not freaking out about it. It means that when we're setting a goal, we're praying over it, but we're also allowing space for God to shift us to his goals. It means that we acknowledge that he is in charge of our path. Not only does he light our path, but he creates our path. And it means that we can move forward in serving people in this vehicle of a business that he gave us, ultimately to help people understand and get to know Jesus. And if we can do that, he will prosper us. We just have to be careful that we're not defining that the way the world defines it. It doesn't mean we won't have those things, but that we have to define it his way. And when we do that, we can find joy in everything that happens around us. So I hope you find that helpful tonight. I'd love to have your comments. Listen, if you are listening to this on the uh, on the Hustle with Heart podcast, I'd love for you to leave a review, leave your comments there, share that with others. My goal is for us to get to 1,000 downloads by the 31st, and we're closing in on 900. And please go and share this with others. And then the last thing that I want to leave you with is... I am publishing my first book. The working title is Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. It is publishing February 29th. I am telling you that so you will keep me accountable to that deadline. And I just can't wait to have one more vehicle, one more way to get this message out there to serve others. And as always, if I can support you as a hustle with heart or health coach, I'd love to have that conversation with you. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you tomorrow morning for our daily dose. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast, helping entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. If you'd like to book me as a speaker for your organization, or you're looking for a coach to help you pursue success God's way, visit AaronHarrigan.com or connect with me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach. Follow me on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur and help us spread the word of Hustle with Heart by subscribing to this podcast, leaving us a review and sharing it with others.